The Buffalo Bills put a beat down on the Los Angeles Rams, spoiling their celebration of their Super Bowl banner in L.A. for the season opener Thursday. We'll talk about that beatdown, what it means for the Bills season. Also, some of the top storylines, Lamar Jackson still not having a deal going into Friday. That's the deadline that he set for himself, as well as other, other injury situations across the league. And our top top games of the week for that we're going to be picking and giving you the other betting lines from Bet Online. I'm Chris Carter, host, Friday host of the Locked On NFL podcast with my friend and co-host, your boy Q. It's going to be a fun episode because football is back. Let's get into it. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome back to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy, Q. I'm of Locked On Steelers. He's of Locked On Raiders. We finally made it. The first football game has been played, and football is back. Q, how you feeling, man? Man, it's crazy, right? I remember when the last football game was played. You know, the last game won by the Rams against the Bengals and SoFi Stadium. Now we see the first game of the regular season in 2022 in SoFi Stadium was not won by the Rams. But, man, it's great to have football back. It's exciting. We finally made it through training camp preseason, and now it's all for all everything, man. It all matters. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here on this Friday talking some football, what we saw, and what we're going to see this weekend. Absolutely. It was a, it was a big, huge blowout on the, in favor of the Buffalo Bills in this game. Well, I guess I wouldn't say a blow, a, a significant route. I'll say it. that. That's it was probably, a blowout. Still a it was a blowout. His, I was trying to be nice. No, but like, no. Dang. no, no, you're right. This wasn't even close. The Bills surged out to a 10 point lead. It, they got tied up by halftime and then they just dominated the second half. The Rams not scoring uh, a touchdown or not scoring a single point in the second half. But Q, I'm not going to, we're not going to rehash the game per se. I just want to know are the Bills the team to beat? in the NFL, not just the AFC, the NFL, because they looked like if you could go and do this to the team that just won the Super Bowl and embarrass them, oftentimes the team that hosts this game, is it, it wins this beef because the momentum that they're coming in on, they made it seem like this, they did not care and they could be the best team in the NFL. I mean, they could be, you know, but again, it's one game so far under the belt of every team in the league. I mean, literally one game has been played, and so I don't want to overreact and say they're the best team. I think it's been a while that they've been the odds-on favorite to win the AFC, you know, the conference as Josh Allen is a favorite to be the league MVP, and, you know, he showed why this uh, you know, on Thursday night, and and so, it, you know, it was a really good start for them. Uh, I'll look at the Rams as a team that they lost a lot. I mean, I, I think that it was very um, you know, kind of flying under the radar all offseason, how many players and how much that the Rams actually lost, including their offensive line. And you saw what happened. You saw how many times Matt Stafford was sacked on uh, on Thursday night. Uh, he left the game at the end of the game uh, with a bloody hand. You know, it just you could tell that he, he didn't look like himself. And the Bills' defense looked fast. It looked big. It looked strong. Uh, and their offense was uh, clicking on all cylinders early and often. But, you know, it's one game. I'm not going to overreact to it. Uh, maybe the Bills... Uh, had a little bit better training camp than the Rams. Who knows what, what the case may be, but the one thing that I saw that was a recurring uh, theme, especially early on in the game, for both teams were turnovers, you know, and that's something I expect to see early in the season because most of the time you don't get starters playing in the preseason, so I, I think that it's not a big surprise when you see turnovers. Matt Stafford just had more than Josh Allen did. 
Two interceptions for Josh Allen, three for Matt Stafford, four turnovers to three. How about this, though? Even though they did have those turnovers, the Buffalo Bills never punted in this game. All right. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. That's just, I mean, that's that's really good uh, on their part. And, and, you know, the other thing about it is, you know, this is a team that they obviously played really well last year that made them, you know, the the team to beat, according to a lot of people, this upcoming year. They did a really good job. We all remember that shootout that they had with Kansas City uh, at the end against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes made them change a the rule in the NFL. You know when that happens, it was a hell of a game. Uh, but, you know, they, they for the most part, they have everyone back, right? They have uh, their core guys still intact, and it looked like they still had their core guys, the guys that they expected to be big-time players, of course, led by Stephon Diggs. Uh, he had a hell of a game, and it's just it is what it is. And when they had a, you know, they had a running back in there, the, the rookie from uh, from Georgia, he carried the ball one time, put it on the ground. Yeah. yeah, and guess what? Never saw the ball again. You know, so they're like, oh. all right, Rook, that was cool. Go on and sit on the bench now. Uh, let the grown folks handle their business. So, you know, for the most part, they have a very veteran-heavy team, and they played like a veteran-heavy team this evening. They did, and one veteran that, don't forget, switched over from the Rams to the Bills was Vaughn Miller. Yep. Two sacks in this game to start the year, showing he's not washed. No. He doesn't care how old he is. He's coming to get you. And I think I, that's the thing about this cue. It wasn't just Josh Allen. If it, it wasn't just Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. It was Gabriel Davis. Yep. It was Allen, Allen running the ball. Devin Singletary running the ball. Yep. It was nine, nine of ten on third downs. Uh, huge. Rushing, huge. For, rushing for 121 yards total against the Rams defense that still has Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Bobby Wagner. Like like this, this should this, this should have been a closer game than it was if you look at the at the talent on both sides of the ball, and it just wasn't at all. And I think that is what has me alarmed. I know you say, "Hey, it's just one game. Just one we game. shouldn't." But you know what, Q? I'm saying it wasn't one just one game. The it Buffalo was. Bills they've already won the Super Bowl. It is over. <laughs> just. Pack up the bags. Everybody just you can quit now. The Bills are Super Bowl champions. So uh, that was a that was a fun NFL season, Q. I'll see you next year. So what you're trying to do is unlike what we did with Cincinnati Bengal fans last year, where we had them all against <laughs> us early. Now you're trying to get all the Buffalo Bills fans on your side early. So you're trying to make you know, sure you make me wanna shout. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's their that's their whole song, man. I like I listen, I know enough Bills fans. I've seen them give me a table, I'll jump through it. Uh-uh. I'm saying that the Bills are for real this year. Yeah, I don't care. The Bengals are like, they're for the, real. The Bengals are going to say, this is our year. Where They're, they're going to take it. The Chiefs are saying, nah, man, that was just last year. Uh, move to the side. Y'all like the Buffalo Bills. They're the best team in football this year. I'm just playing around. But, you know, they, they, this was a great day day one performance. Oh, yeah. I picked. I picked them to win this game, and they sh- and I, I just didn't think it would be this good, this, this right. crazy. And, again, if I'm another team, I'm looking at that, and I'm saying, sheesh, there's a lot of different ways that this roster can beat you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're a really good team, no doubt about it. But, you know, one of the things that stood out to me is how bad Jalen Ramsey got cooked in this game. Oh, right? my He allowed a perfect passer rating, according to Pro Football Focus, of 158.3 in week one. He was targeted seven times, allowing six catches for 124 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey was definitely cooked in a major way on uh, on Thursday night. And that's that's just not normal for Jalen Ramsey as he's still considered one of the better DBs in the league. Yeah, the the one pass that, that that wasn't completed was the one that was kind of fired in pretty quick to Stephon Diggs. That he almost re- reeled yeah. in yep. um, in the end zone. So you know that was a that was a rough going for Jalen Ramsey. I will say the one touchdown that Diggs had did have behind him. It looked more like that was a communication mistake. Like there was supposed to be a for safety sure. there, and they were 
and and they weren't. And that that that's one thing. People are like, oh man, how could he let him run by him? It's like he didn't just like he didn't just let him thinking he was didn't do it thinking that there wasn't help back there. He thought there was, and right. uh, you know, but. It was a scramble that was, that was, drill, too, though. It was one of those, and you know yeah. very well from covering the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was one of those oh, that boy. Big Ben and A.B. made famous for years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep on moving, keep on moving, keep on running, and something's going to happen positive, and that's what happened on that play as well. Absolutely. Bills, man, team to beat in the, in, in the NFL right now. They've already won the Super Bowl. <laughs> we can stop playing the season, but we're not going to stop playing the season because there's a lot of storylines. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of great storylines to be had. We're going to go over them. Other teams have great stories going into their games. And then in the final segment of the show, we'll pick our top six. We got to pick six, baby, of our top games to pick this week with all the betting lines that, that you need to know. But first, we got to talk to you guys about LinkedIn, one of our great sponsors here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Now, if you don't know about LinkedIn, you better. You probably do because you've been looking for a job and you know that's the place that you go to post your information so that employers can find you. But if you're out there and you're an employer, listen up because this is an opportunity for LinkedIn to help you find the person to help best help your small business. If you can create a free job post in minutes with LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of 810 million people, then add your job and the, and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. So your network can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small business rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. Q, one of the things to look at today for Friday is that Lamar Jackson had a self-imposed deadline. If there was not a deal by Friday before the Ravens took on the Jets this Sunday also, that's not one of our games that we've picked for the week, but my goodness, is that going to be a (laughs) beatdown? But there's a deadline that he said, if it's not done by this Friday, then it's not happening, and they're shutting down the, commu- the, the communication talks. Of course, Lamar Jackson is representing himself in these negotiations. I, I tell people all the time when these type of deadlines are imposed, the extreme to the extreme, like it, there will be an up to the last second right. option there. Years ago, when Troy Polamalu was was negotiating with the Steelers, the Steelers have a strict, they don't negotiate with you during the season. Once the first game is played, you they, they, all negotiations stop unless you're a quarterback. But Troy Polamalu literally signed his contract on the plane on the way to the <laughs> Steelers season opener back in the day. That's how down to the last second teams will get with these type of situations. So I wouldn't be surprised if we just all of a sudden hear, oh yeah, there was a deal signed and cause, cause someone caved at the last second, but it is kind of wild to see that a guy who's a former NFL MVP quarterback, right. Is it's still without his contract. Yeah, I agree. And you know, the thing about it is I would feel like it's closer 
to getting done, you know, like you mentioned, but we just haven't heard anything about it even being close. You know, normally it's like, oh, hey, they, the two sides have been exchanging numbers and, you know, they're at the, they're getting close to the same spot or, you know, we'll hear a, a report from this guy, we'll hear a report from that guy, this girl, that girl, whatever. And we just haven't heard that. All we keep hearing is, you know, speculation of, oh, the Ravens offered them this and then Lamar Jackson tweeting out, no, they didn't. You know, and so it's just like, right. I, I just feel like it's not really very close. And, and again, it goes back to what you just said about how surprising and shocking is this that the guy is a former league MVP he's the straw that stirs the drink when it comes to Baltimore and yet he still doesn't have that contract extension and I just feel mm-hmm. like this is going down like the Kirk Cousins path right where yep. it doesn't get done then all of a sudden he plays it because he shuts it on down which I respect shut it on down shut it on down focus in and show who you are focus in on you know on on the the season and getting it done and, and making sure you know that you're playing at the highest level now of course a lot of folks will tell you yeah Q but you don't want him to get injured that's true you know but i respect the fact that he does say hey we're shutting it down now till the end of the season if they do that then all of a sudden they got to franchise him then his his pay goes up already and then you all of a sudden you open up another can of worms i just i, I feel like both sides really needed to already get this done and i'm so shocked that it hasn't happened yet yeah, I think it's a big mistake if Baltimore wants to play this game that they don't want to pay this man. I get it. I, I've said this before. I think you know, the guy that they're about to face, Joe Flacco for the Jets, they don't want to relive what they went through with him after he won that Super Bowl. They gave him yeah. one of the biggest paydays ever, and it crushed their roster. They weren't able to replenish it, and that kind of put them in a a dark ages, if you will, kind of you know during that time after that Super Bowl they had to rebuild, it. and it wasn't Lamar, it wasn't until Lamar Jackson really right. came along that kind of revived them. Um, so certainly we'll keep an eye out for that. That's going to be a big story. There was a, a kind of almost big story, but it turns out it might not be. Christian McCaffrey popped up on an injury reports with a shin injury. Shocking. But, uh, right. Says it's shocking. Nobody. But, but I, you know, I saw that. And I thought I said the same thing as you like, man, like McCaffrey, he just can't stay. But apparently it's just that his shin was cut by a cleat in practice and he was a full participant and right. he's expected by your boy Matt Rule to stick to stick it out and play and play week one. So disaster averted their cue, but certainly when everyone saw it, every fantasy owner who ever picked him and I did I didn't in one and none of my eight teams that I have <laughs> Do I have Christian McCaffrey? But I know that everyone who had a Christian McCaffrey was like, oh, no, please, Lord, no, I can't have this again. Not again. Well, I'll tell you what. That wasn't the only people that were saying that. Matt Rule was saying, oh, no, not again. Baker Mayfield was saying, oh, no, not again. Christian McCaffrey was saying, oh, no, not again. And, you know, and the thing about it is when I saw this story and I realized it wasn't a big a big deal what was going on with them, what I thought about is the value that running backs have or don't have right now in the NFL. Right. Mm. You know that because because that's what happens. You know, these guys get paid and then all of a sudden they become glass running backs and and they get injured all the time. And so uh, the devalue of the running back position, as much as I hate it, because I really love a great, strong run game. Like, you know, the Steelers have a great, strong, strong running back in Najee Harris. At some point, he's going to want a contract extension. What is it going to look like when it comes time for him? You know, is he going to be a guy that is still running strong and doesn't have very many injuries? I mean, hell, look at King Henry. Uh, as strong, as big and yeah. strong as he is, you know, all of a sudden last season he gets injured. And so, you know, Tennessee is expecting him to come back and be fully uh, healthy this upcoming year. But just the value of running backs is not there, man. And so it's, it stinks for that position because I think there's a lot of really good uh, young running backs in the league. But ultimately, I don't think they'll ever get the big time deals that the McCaffreys, the Gurleys, the Cooks, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Henrys, those guys get because more times than not, you see them get injured and banged up quite a bit following signing that big time contract. Certainly, that's a big question mark 
uh, you know, for a lot of guys. But hopefully for the Panthers, it's not a big question mark this week. This right. was just a he had to be listed because literally his shin was cut and right. he was bleeding. Yeah. But it seems like he'll play. Now, one guy we're not sure who's going to play, who is a big name, is George Kittle for the Niners. He hasn't practiced on either Wednesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. listed as a full do not practice on, on their injury report. That has to be concerning. Now, granted, I think the Niners, they have a team that they could kind of handle in the Bears in week one. But, you know, if you're not practicing at all after you just had a full week off after the preseason, and I'm sure Kittle wasn't, you know, wasn't doing too much during the preseason because they knew what he brought. Uh, that's a, that's got to be a little bit alarming that, like, hey, when when is he going to be back? Because he's very much needed for that offense, and especially with Trey Lance about to get his first NFL start. Well, I'll tell you, he's already in midseason form. You know, what I say by that, kind of joking, uh, he hasn't played a full mm-hmm. season since 2018. Right. I mean, Jeez. he miss he misses games. That's just what he does. He misses games. He always has some kind of nagging injury. And it's so funny when I saw that uh, a couple of days ago about him missing uh, practice due to the groin injury. I saw a bunch of 49ers uh, fans and even guys that cover the 49ers saying, well, there goes George Kittle. Uh, you know, it's mm. always something that pops up with them and a hell of a tight end. One of the better tight ends in the league. I would say he's top three. No doubt about it. But I mean, availability is always an issue when it comes to him. And you pointed out the biggest uh, you know note when it comes to George Kittle on the 49ers, they need him now more than ever because they're trying to make Trey Lance the full-time starter. They're trying to make him the dude, and the best friend of a, a young quarterback is a strong run game and a strong tight end. And the 49ers have both of those, but they're not going to have him if he doesn't play on uh, Sunday, even if it's only the Bears. Still, you'd like to see him out there. So it looks like George Kittle uh, is a good chance he might not play and keep that streak alive of not playing a full season. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, another uh, another big name and really an older name, but it was an emergency signing by the New York Jets. Of course, we know Mikai Becton's out for the season. Man. You know, really unfortunate for, for him. But the Jets came to can't seem to catch a break because not only will Zach Wilson miss this 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 week, but Robert Sala said that Dwayne Brown, the tackle that they signed to replace Mikai Becton, uh, is being evaluated for a shoulder injury. And uh, it's not looking great that he's going to be able to start this weekend. So now you'll be down to a third <laughs> string option in there q that me is alarming if uh if i'm if i'm the new york Jets, you're already starting joe flacco against the ravens right you're missing the superstar tackle that you signed to build your offensive line and you're tr- you have all these young guys that you're hoping to set a good tone for I-, I think they're in for a rough week one yeah man the ravens those defensive guys uh guys uh the edge rushers the interior defensive linemen they're licking their chops right now thinking oh man they got a wounded duck there as far as the offensive line goes Dwayne brown's already a little bit older he's been banged up quite a bit but the jets can't catch a break man as you mentioned zach wilson out for multiple weeks uh makai beckton out for the year second year in a row i mean they just really can't catch a break and it's, the crazy thing is they had a really good draft you know, they had some a, a pretty good free agency as well. So I think that they have talent on that team. But, I mean, if you can't stay healthy and you can't put it together and there's still question marks of Zach Wilson's even the guy or not, I, I kind of tend to believe he's not. But that's just me. I know Joe Flacco's not the answer long term. I know he may be the answer right now, but not the, the long term answer. So what are the Jets going to do? Uh, they, they got a lot of work. But right now they're, ang- they're banged up and injured. And so it looks like a, another season of uh, picking really early in the draft once, uh, once April comes around. It just seems like another another year of the New York Jets being the New York Jets right now, and True. they haven't even set foot on a field to play a game. That's crazy. But we're going to do our pick six, our top six games to, to pick and to Woo-hoo. bet on this, this weekend. 
But first, we got to go talk to you guys about Bet Online, who's going to sponsor the next segment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. With the NFL season here, there's no better place to learn about all the odds, all the lines, all the prop bets, everything you need to know about betting on these NFL games right at betonline.net. You can also bet on everything Major League Baseball there as well as the season's coming to a close. The playoffs are getting closer and closer. It's that time of the year in September, so get your bets down on the NFL and on Major League Baseball at BetOnline, your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We are breaking it down. We've got our pick six of the top six NFL games that we're going to be talking about this weekend. Maybe your team's among that pick six. Q, start it off. Give me your first game that you're picking. Who's going to win and why? And uh, give us the, the, the spread here on betonline.net. Yeah, no doubt about it. Shout out to BetOnline.net for sponsoring this whole segment that we have here in segment number three of the Locked On NFL podcast. And, you know, you mentioned uh, my my Matt Rules and my Carolina Panthers, so I can't go against the grain, right? I got to look at the Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers. First game of the season, no Deshaun Watson, but there is a Baker Mayfield playing for uh, Carolina. So actually, this game is a pick This is a 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff, so an early game on the West Coast. Straight up pick game. Cleveland and Carolina, which is kind of funny since Cleveland doesn't have Deshaun Watson and, well, Carolina does have Baker Mayfield. But in this game, it's it's all about the revenge factor for me. And also, uh, side note, I'm, again, fighting Matt Rules. Uh, I am that guy. I think th- year three with Matt Rules is going to be really good for Carolina. So I think Baker Mayfield finds a way to get this game uh, under the belt, get a W, and uh, get Matt Rule and company off to a good start. But Christian McCaffrey's got to be healthy. Baker Mayfield can't be a knucklehead. Matt Rule's got to hit the right buttons. And Cleveland's got to be, well, Cleveland, Jacoby Brissett, I don't have a lot of confidence in. So uh, there you go. I think Carolina's going to win this game, but that's the first game that's intriguing to me for this upcoming weekend. You know, it's funny. You, you Give me those keys again. You say Christian McCaffrey's got to be healthy. Yep. That rarely happens. Yep. You say Baker Mayfield's <laughs> got to not be a knucklehead. That really happens. Uh, <laughs> And Matt Rule's got to hit Matt the right Rule's buttons. Put, he got to hit the right buttons. That really happens. <laughs> but you know what does happen a lot? The Cleveland Browns. Well, Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns. Right. Exactly. They, they will be. They will be the Cleveland Browns and find a way to lose this game. Even though, because listen, when you're when it's even spread, yeah, that means the home team is not really the favorite, right? Because the home team always gets what three points or something like Usually, that. Usually, yeah. In, in the betting lines, so uh, Browns should I mean to me the Browns have a better overall roster. They do, but. There's that that they have a that Deshaun Watson situation is looming over their heads. I don't think that they're going to have a great year. I'm with you. I'm picking the Panthers. My 1 p.m. game I'm really looking at here right now, Q, is Steelers at Bengals. The other AFC North teams here going at it. The Bengals favored by six and a half points. Woo. I actually think wow. that that is the that is the right kind of spread that you want if you want to bet on the Steelers in this game. I think this, the the Bengals could definitely win this game, but I don't think the Bengals are going to be all that. Remember, the Bengals only finished a half game up from the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, yeah. and a big part of the reason the Steelers struggled is because Ben Roethlisberger could not move the ball different parts of the field. He was an immobile quarterback. They've got Mitch Trubisky. He is the starter for this game, 
And I think he's going to be better than a lot of people give him credit for. I'm not saying he's going to be otherworldly or even like Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. All I'm saying is he'll be a functioning managing quarterback that that Steelers defense that can take the ball away, that's led the NFL in sacks for five straight years and has Minka Fitzpatrick. They've got Miles Jack, who's been playing well in the preseason and training camp. I think the Steelers actually do win this game 24-20, but I can also see the Steelers losing. But if it is, it's a single possession game within that six and a half point spread. I'd be taking the Steelers if I'm someone bet putting money on this. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that the spread is that is that uh, large. You know, six and a half is a lot of points. Uh, I mean, a full touchdown right there. I, I w- don't see it going that way. I can see Cincinnati pulling it off. Maybe Mitch Trubisky turns the ball over a couple times, but I just think with Mike Tomlin, uh, the run game of the Steelers, and I think an improved defense, and uh, I just I feel like that they'll keep it a lot closer. So uh, it might be a game where Cincinnati wins. I don't want to get Cincinnati Bengal fans mad at us already. It might be a game that they win. I just don't think that it's a it's a seven point victory over Pittsburgh. So I think it's a lot closer, maybe a three point victory one way or the other. I can see that happen in both ways. Um, before we go to your next pick, I'm going to stick here because I got a, a another one o'clocker before we move on to okay. the four o'clock game. Sounds good. Patriot Patriots at Dolphins AFC East Ooh. showdown. Ooh. This is the first chance we're going to get to see this Bill Belichick offense. And Q, I'm not confident about this. And that's weird to say about I'm Bill Belichick either. being I, uh, about him as a coach, I've always felt like, man, if you're putting money on him, he's going to do well. I actually think the Dolphins at home, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. I will take the Dolphins and the points. I don't care. They're finding a way to win this by more than four points in this game. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to win by, you know, more than three. They might they might win by a field goal. Uh, I think Miami's going to be good. I have question marks with the quarterback and Tua, but I don't think New England's going to be good. I think their offense, I saw it up close to personal when they had the joint practice with the Raiders, and I know it was just joint practice during the, uh, you know, the, the training camp and preseason, but... It just didn't look good, man. That offense really looks like it's on the struggle bus without head coach Josh McDaniels. Well, well offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels, who's now a head coach with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I just, it just doesn't seem right, right? It doesn't look like it has any kind of rhyme or reason to it. So I think they're going to struggle, especially early on. I'm with you on this. Miami wins. I don't know if they're going to win by you know more than three and a half. I don't know if they're going to cover the spread, but I do think they're going to come away with a dub, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. So uh, there's that. So that's a, that's a good one right there. I like it. Uh, let me go to a, a, a 425 Eastern time kickoff yeah, game. This is a big game. Yeah, this is a big one, and I'll be at this game. It's in LA. It's the Raiders and the Chargers. We just talked about head coach Josh McDaniels. Well, he is the head coach of the Raiders. Uh, right now, the Chargers, according to betonline.net, are the three-point favorites. And again, you mentioned it. Three-point favorites at home. That's what happens. So this is a very even game. The AFC West is a very even division. I think it's wide open for any team in the division to go ahead and win. I wouldn't be surprised if any team in the division wins it. But this one's going to be a a, a tough one, a rematch of what we saw from Week 18. Uh, I I just, for some reason, all week long, I've been confident that the Raiders are going to win this game. And I can't really tell you that it's just like, oh, this is the exact reason why. I just feel like that... They're the better team uh, as far as just being prepared and being ready to roll. Maybe it's they had the extra preseason game. They had an extra couple weeks of preparation as far as being the Hall of Fame game as well. I don't know what it is that makes me just so confident, but all week long I thought, yeah, the Raiders are going to win this one 27-20. So I know that the Chargers are three-point favorites. Both teams, by the way, little nugget here, both teams have won their first game of the season uh, all through the last three seasons. So something's got to give. One of the t- two teams has to has to lose on Sunday. But I'm going to roll with the Raiders. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, like I said, a gut feeling. I feel like that they're going to be the better team on Sunday. I feel you there. I- I'm going to roll with the Chargers. 
Um, and I'll, I'll take the points as well. They're, they're minus three in this game. I, I think that I think Justin Herbert's in for a big year. He's got weapons on weapons on weapons in his offense. And, and listen, I, I respect the, the Raiders a lot. You know that we talked about this a lot all last season. All the things that they went through, losing right. John Gruden, losing first-round picks, uh, players who were first-round picks because they were doing stupid things. Derek Carr kept that team together, and they've added Devontae Adams. Yep. But you look at that other side of the ball, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler for Justin Herbert, and then they got on defense, they got a Bosa brother. They well, they added Khalil Mack. They, they got they got the guys. They got Derwin James, who's actually, actually healthy now. I, I just think too many things line up for the Chargers. They're at home. Uh, they, they, that doesn't matter, though. Home don't matter. You right. know that in L.A. In that, L.A. In L.A., in LA that's, that's a Raider just, home game. Saw it. <laughs> that's a Raider they, home game. They, they can't They can't have both L.A. teams lose lose like that at home in right. the same week. That, well, that's, that, that would be tragic. It's it's funny, though, because that L.A. is a it, that's a Raider home game. Like, there's, there's going to be more silver and black fans in there. There'll be Chargers. That's a good point. And J.C. Jackson looks like he's going to be out. So that's, you know, you got to go up against Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro with no J.C. Jackson. It can get a little dicey. It could get dicey there. I'm still picking the Chargers. I think they're gotcha. going to be the better team in this situation. We all know, hey, the Raiders The Raiders came through for the Steelers last year yeah. in overtime, not taking that tie. Uh, but I, I do think the Chargers are going to win. I'm going to go with uh, my, the other 4 o'clock game here. The Kansas City Chiefs on the road against the Arizona Ooh, Cardinals. The Chiefs favorites are, are giving six points. It's mm. Chiefs minus six. Uh, which means if they're on the road, that means, again, they're really seen as nine-point favorites here. I think they win this game. It might be closer than six points, but I would take the Chiefs and the points in this one. I think they're that much better of a team. Until DeAndre Hopkins comes back, yeah. I think that the Cardinals are in some trouble. They'll be able to beat the weaker teams on their schedule. Like They'll handle the uh, you know the Seahawks and like other bad teams that they got to face. But uh, until, until DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I, I think beating teams like the Chiefs is going to be a tall task for this team and Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Hollywood Brown is there now, so I want to see how him and his old college teammate, they work together, uh, you know, how they get back on the same page, what Cliff Kingsbury does, pushing the right buttons, if he could push the right buttons. Kyler Murray, does he take that next step? But I'm with you, man. I think Kansas City is just the overall better team. Of course, we haven't seen the offense without Tyreek Hill, uh, so that's going to be interesting as well. Now he's in Miami, but um, yeah, they have the better head coach. They have the better quarterback. They just, they have the better team. So I'm with you on uh, Kansas City there. I think that they get that dub as well. Again, the AFC West is going to be such a, a juggernaut every time any of the teams in the AFC West plays whoever they play you got to pay attention to it because man uh, teams can't afford to lose right and luckily for Kansas City in that game it's an NFC uh, opponent not an AFC opponent but man uh, everything that goes on in the AFC West involving AFC West team is going to be almost like box office material this year I think it will be. Stop me if I'm crazy here, Q, but didn't the Buccaneers and Cowboys open up last season yeah. too? With, with, with yeah week Thursday one? night football yep remember it was That's Thursday night football yep it was a crazy one, and the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys on, on, in that game. Well, guess what? The Cowboys get to host the Buccaneers to return the favor on Sunday night football. That's your that's your game here. Yep. The Buccaneers are being given two and a half points. That's pretty close to a pick em right there. Who do you got winning this game? And uh, do, do where where's also your betting uh, uh, plans lie? Well, um, I, I'm going to roll with Tampa Bay in this game. I'm interested, though, because Tom Brady took that little hyenas from training camp. There's all kind of different you know questions on why he did. It's none of my business. I just know he was out for a while. I know that mm -hmm. Chris Godwin is going to be questionable for the game coming back from that ACL tear. Uh, there's a lot of questions. You know, there's there's offensive line changes. You know, the center uh, went down, you know, so that see if, if Tampa Bay can get back. Oh, by the way, Bruce Arians isn't on the 
sideline. Now they have Todd Bowles. So there's a lot of questions there. But on the flip side of things, the Cowboys have a lot of questions as well. You know, Amari Cooper is now in Cleveland. You know, C.D. Lamb yep. is the guy there. Uh, Tyron Smith is out for the Cowboys. So they, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they brought in Jason Peters, old Jason Peters. No disrespect, but I mean... It's old Jason Peters. You know, how good is he going to be able to be? So there's a lot of questions I think that the Cowboys have. And the Cowboys, for some reason, know how to cowboy it up, right? Dak Prescott, I know he left left practice on Thursday with an injured ankle, and he blamed it on his shoes, his Jays. They were different than the ones he had been wearing all training camp. That's what he said. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I like that, Mars. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's that's what he said, and and we'll see what happens. But um, for some reason, I just think that the Cowboys are going to underachieve this year. I really, I picked the Eagles to win the NFC. East, and I think it starts on uh, starts on Sunday where the Cowboys take an L Sunday night football. I'm gonna roll with Tampa Bay in this one, and uh, two and a half points at in Dallas. That's that tells you all yeah. you need to know. Usually the home team gets uh, the three point favorite. Not only are mm-hmm. is Dallas not favored, but uh, you know Tampa Bay is two and a half points, so that's almost a full six points as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Buccaneers. I don't care about the two and a half points. They're winning. They're finding a way to win this game. Tom Brady will not go into this season losing to the Dallas Cowboys, though. I do think the Cowboys will have an interesting year in the NFC East. Yep. Watch out for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they've also let, let, let's do this real quick. If there's a if there's a game that you're putting in a survivor league, like where you can't you can't lose, you can't pick, pick a team and to have them lose. Who's your safest team to pick this week? Um, uh, I would say the Eagles and the Lions, and I don't give a damn. That's where I'm going. To. <laughs> I don't give a damn about no hard knocks. I really don't. Um, I don't care what Dan Campbell's talking, all that rah rah stuff, and you know all these great coaches cliches and biting ankles and this and that, and uh, just trust me, fellas. I'm here for you. I love you guys. All that man, come on, man, kick rocks, yeah, man. Okay. That don't all that old kick school rocks. stuff don't work, man. I'm good. Look, I I uh, I survived John Gruden 2.0, where he said I'm not about dreams. I'm about creating nightmares and all that yada 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 that he did on Hard Knocks. And well, we see how that all shook out. So yeah, there you go. No thanks. Did you say dreams and nightmares? That's a Philly thing, man. So you just that's just more signs that they're about to that that's get Meek it done. Mill, man. Meek Millie. Uh, you know, with with with, with some Meek Mills. But I, I I'm right with you. Hey man, hey man, shout out to Meek Mill. He always he always supported my alma mater, Chain University, whenever we needed him to come through uh for a concert. But uh, I'm right with you on that. I think that the Eagles are gonna stomp out the Lions. I think they're how about this though? Dan Campbell is the leading like odds on bet. To be coach of the year, oh, I think people are too much buying too much into hard knocks, man. That people got That's right. Don't watch on that Kool-Aid. stuff anymore. Womp womp womp. No, thank you. I don't either. No, I'm womp. good. Exactly. But there, there's our there's our pick six. Are we crazy? Are we on point? Let us know if you agree with us in the comments section, especially if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey or anywhere podcasts are hosted. Thanks for checking out the Friday edition of the Lockdown NFL podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy QQ. Let me know they can find you, follow you and get more of your work. Yeah, man, I'm on Twitter at your boy Q254, Locked On Bets, Locked On Raiders, Locked On NFL. You can find everything I do right there. And if you're watching on YouTube, check out the waves, man. Look at the, hold on, can you see the waves? It's a little dark in my. I can't see the waves. Oh, okay. Well, I got the waves. Anyway, yeah, at your boy Q254, always in the barbershop every Saturday morning trying to keep those waves tight. How about you, Chris? I see you got a nice fade today. Thank you, sir. I do got a nice little fade going on. Yeah, you do. On. You my, got it. Oh, it's. 
my boy Antoine Hook actually hooked it up on Thursday. So there, there you go. I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can listen to or watch the Locked On the Locked On Steelers show just like you watch the Locked On NFL show or listen to the Locked On Raiders show. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. You can also read my work at the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, post-gazette.com. I cover Pitt Athletics. Pitt versus Tennessee this weekend, a match of top two top 25 teams at Acrisure Stadium. It's going to be a, a big one in the North Shore of Pittsburgh for sure. Thanks again for checking out the Locked On NFL podcast. We'll be back next week breaking down what happened on next week's Thursday Night Football. It's Chiefs Chargers. That's going to be Ooh, a big one. Yep. And then getting you ready for the week two slate of games. Again, thanks for checking us out. Back on your screens and in your ears next week.